Welcome to Growth is Personal podcast, the only podcast dedicated to your personal growth. Get ready as you listen to your host, Emeko Marawa, as he shares insight and strategies to help you accelerate your personal and professional growth and bring you conversations that will empower you to thrive and succeed in life, career, and business. Hey everyone, welcome to Growth is Personal podcast, your number one personal growth podcast. I'm your host, Emeko Marawa, and today's episode is going to be a special one uh, because for the first time on Grow This Personal Podcast, we're going to be having a guest on the show. Uh, and today's guest is none other than Nadia Bogle. Um, <laughs> Nadia Bogle um, is someone, you know, I, I, I respect. Um, I, I, come ac- I came across her on LinkedIn and ever since I've been uh, an avid follower and she's very passionate about um, immigrants and immigrant women to be precise. I'm just going to do a little bit of introduction to get, you know, for you to get to know and meet Nadia uh, before we go ahead to have uh, our discussion for today. Um, Nadia Bogo is a personal brand strategist for immigrant women. She holds a BSc in psychology and a master's in educational administration and leadership. She subscribes to lifelong learning and development and has a passion to see people achieve their fullest potentials and recognize career aspirations to showcase the best version of themselves. Nadia helps ambitious, goal-oriented immigrant women build bold and noticeable personal brands to increase their visibility and marketability for career advancement. She believes we achieve success we desire only through planning and taking action. Therefore, to achieve career success, we need to engage in effective planning guided by clear goals and action steps. Now, Nadia asserts that as immigrants, building a life in a new country requires that we show up and build our personal brands with intention. The aim of a personal brand is not to falsely impress others but rather to communicate your value and expertise to increase visibility and attract the right people and opportunities. If you love a good plan with clear steps and you are not afraid to take action, then you will love the frameworks and strategies that Nadia shares for building bold and noticeable personal brands. Oh, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. 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 So, Welcome, Nadia, to um, Grow This Personal Podcast. Uh, I'm excited for the conversation we're going to be having today. And I know that you are not stranger, you're not stranger to um, the immigrant community and, you know, helping young women or women, um, you know, navigate their career paths um, as immigrant women. So um, before we go into conversation today, Nadia, do you want to just talk a little bit about yourself are there any things that i miss that you know we should know about in in today's show <laughs> well actually no um first thank you for having me um i'm look, definitely looking forward to the conversation um i don't think you missed anything to be honest <laughs> that, that pretty much sums up um who i am in a nutshell i i do like the idea of um you know engaging in learning always um finding means and ways to discover new things new ideas I also feel that we achieve the best based on the plans that we make. 
Right. And understanding that plans don't always go according to our expectations, but you know, once there's one in place that guides your steps and so on. So I, I, that pretty much is who I am, you know, always trying to plan. Um, and, and on top of that, you know, being an immigrant myself, I, I feel that I would be able to share my experience to help someone else who right. has that desire to, you know, build a life and build a professional life in a new country. So, yeah, that's me. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So I'm just going to start, you know, by asking you just this question. So why are you passionate about immigrant women? Uh, why, why is this a passion of yours? Um, and, you know, I, I said some time ago on one of your posts on LinkedIn that this is a huge responsibility. I don't know why I said that, but I think, you know, it, it occurred to me that you're stepping into a uh, um, uh, 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 not a not just a, um, a market or an audience, but a, 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 a sector that requires a lot of um, um, commitment, um, and it's it's, it's demanding in in itself. So, why, why are you passionate about helping immigrant women? So, um, you 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 probably don't understand how you know I I walk away from that conversation that we had when you said um, it's a big responsibility. And it is. And I honestly didn't start out thinking that it would have been such a big responsibility in terms of, you know, but when when you think of the fact that many persons make a choice. So being an immigrant for some, as ex, with the exception of those who would be forced from their home country, you know, but being an immigrant is a choice. Right. And for you to leave an environment and decide that, okay, I'm going to try to do something different somewhere else. I'm going to put myself in a new culture. I'm going to um, create my for myself a new space, you know, try to make um, new professional connections and stuff like that. When you think of what that takes and what is in that process itself, you understand that it is, it is a choice with lots of expectations but sometimes expectations don't always meet reality and i as you mentioned in, in when you were doing my introduction that i care about people and their career aspirations you know and mm -hmm. i made the choice and i understand being in the experience experiencing it and being in the space myself you know i understand that sometimes you need someone to remind you that the choice that you made you know it matters or right. You know, when when you're struggling a bit, someone is there to remind you, oh, I did it this way. So you could consider looking at it this way based on the plans that you might have. Or I've been there before. Let me share some tips. Let me share some some strategies. So for me, I am passionate because I am an immigrant woman, but I'm also passionate because I believe that people deserve a fair chance to success and um, the resources and opportunities should be there. and Oftentimes they are there in terms of people not knowing how to capitalize on them. And for me, I, I just want to be that person or that aid to help another immigrant woman because being here and being in this space takes a lot and we need yeah. support. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do need support. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely right. Because, you know, I, I, I'm also an immigrant as well, you know, uh, coming to Canada, I know how um, how tough it was for me to be able to navigate um, the career space here. And so oftentimes, 
not everyone is exposed to um, the right information, right? So when you take it upon yourself to be that um, source of of information, of encouragement, I think it's a it's a it's a noble it's a noble call, right? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank I you. mean that's that's uh, and that's one of the things that caught my attention when I first uh, I came across your post and. Um, I, I do I do some writings about you know uh, trying to inspire people as well or uh, immigrants, um, but you know taking it from the woman's standpoint is something that was really um, was different you know because um, women go through a lot in, in, just in the work workplace itself um, with the um, marginalization and you know um, the the whole pay pay disparity and all of that um now becoming an immigrant woman it's it's exactly. it's uh it has its own fair share of um challenges so being that's in that space layer, right that's an yeah. added layer mm -hmm. right okay um so now as an immigrant woman um how I, I know you do a lot about um, branding and brand visibility right um and how women can begin to position themselves. Um, so do you want to talk about what is what is brand visibility like? What does it mean for um, a woman or immigrant woman, you know, in a career to take brand visibility seriously? Like what, what is brand visibility in your own your own definition? It's basically what it is that you want to be known for, you know, how well known you are for a particular concept, idea, cause, you know, how you position yourself who you are, what you what what it is that you have to offer, um, what people can expect from interactions with you, um, from you being a um, a professional, what what is the perception then? Mm -hmm. And brand visibility, so it's it's you, who you are, what you are known for, um, what you have to offer. And then it's important because that's how you create an impact. That's how you expand your reach. And one thing about it is that when you are an immigrant when you when you come to a new country the people that you know immediately might be family members and friends that are already here right you understand so you don't you don't know anyone that well within the professional space so you have to put yourself out there to know build professional connections and you have to put yourself out there you know to be able to attract the right people and the right opportunities so when you have that when you use whatever space whether online or offline when you use the space that you are provided to extend um, that reach in terms of your brand and let people know this is who I am, this is what I have to offer, this is what my beliefs are, these are what my values are. You know, mm -hmm. when when I come into a space, this is what you can expect. When you interact with me, this is the experience that you you can you know expect to have when I'm around. And with that, you give people an expectation, and then you create that sense of knowing who you are. And if you think back on not just immigrant or anybody, just think on someone that you know, a, a person that you've come across, um, that you might, an influencer that you might follow online. And I'm not, you know, talking about the influence of culture or anything like that, but I'm just saying that if there's someone that you know, you know them for a particular thing, you know, and you're able to, and if you are, if you're surrounded by similar circumstances, you are able to differentiate and say, you know, I know this person who does it this way or does it that way because of how they position themselves and because of how um, they they tell you that this is how I do this or this is what I, my skills and my qualities are. So, you know, your brand, you have to 
you have to find medium to put yourself in the forefront of someone's mind. And right. that is what brand visibility is about. And that's why it's important. Because when you're unknown, no one is going to come searching for you. You understand? And mm -hmm. that's how you extend your reach and that's how you expand your impact. And, and right. that's why it's important. Right. Uh, I like the one of the phrases you mentioned there um, that you have to tell people you have, because there's this thing about the fact that um, good works um, don't speak for themselves. So it could, be good at some, it could be good at something, um, but if you do not let people know about it, um, no one is going to find you. No one is going to, you know, know, right? So it, it looks, it sounds to me that you have to be very intentional when it comes to um, your visibility, right? That's right. You you definitely have to because you you want to control the narrative as best as you can. And I'm not mm. saying to control things because we can't control everything, right. but you want to be able to tell your story how it is supposed to be told. So it's right. a, it's it's this thing. Who is narrating your story? Are you narrating it or are you allowing it to be told by someone else based on their own perception? And that's not right. what I mean. So yeah. you you definitely have to know what you're about, know what you have to offer, be clear on those things. And then you have to be intentional in terms of where you put yourself, how you put yourself out there and what it is that you're looking to attract. Because if you're looking to attract a certain set of persons or opportunities, you have to present yourself in a way that is appealing to these people and these opportunities to be able to attract them. So that's right. the reason why you definitely have to be intentional when it comes to your brand. Right. Interesting. Okay. So let's take you to the workplace. So um, now you have a, a, an immigrant woman, you know, in a career at work. What, what could you say uh, are the struggles that immigrant women um, face in the workplace that, um, that, that deprives them from being visible? Is, it, is, is there something that they have to do in the workplace to become visible? Naturally, um, we have to work for our brand visibility. Naturally, we have to do that. But with that question that you're asking me, I can look into just two specific things that I can really think of. Um, and one is something that everybody talks about. So if you read articles or if you have conversation, they talk about language barrier a lot, right. you know, that immigrant woman, and it is true. It is, it is a fact. There is that problem where, where a lot of immigrants are not, English is not their first language. First language yeah, and yeah. even for persons like myself, where English is our first language, you have to understand that you still have to have that skill in how you are able to communicate you, who you are in terms of in the workplace or anywhere. You have to be, because communication is a skill. Right. And just because we can talk, just because we can talk actually, doesn't mean that we have mastered the skill of communication because it is a skill. Um, so in order for you to communicate and advocate for yourself, if you are, you know, dealing with that language barrier right there, you have to understand that that is going to cause some kind of, you know, feeling self-conscious about your capabilities in terms of expressing yourself. So that is a barrier that is there, but it's also how um, an immigrant woman will deal with that. And if the workplace allow or encourages you. So, and a way to encourage is that for you to feel comfortable knowing that, okay, it might take me a little bit longer to express 
you know, this, my suggestion, make my suggestion or express my ideas, not because I'm incapable, but because of the fact that I'm trying to find appropriate words or the appropriate way to structure it. So when you have a workplace that encourages that level of patience and that welcoming environment and that feeling that you're included, then even though there's that language barrier, there's that opportunity for the immigrant woman then to be able to know that, okay, I can express myself. And we, we said it before that you have to tell people who you are, what you have to offer and language, that's a part of language, isn't it? So you, you need to be able to tell you what it is that you can do, what it is that you can help with, how, for, how much your skill, what your skills are, your qualities within the workplace. And if there's that issue dealing with that struggle of language barrier, then yes, it's going to make you want to curl up in a shell and not say anything. Mm. And, and, and that's just reality. You know, that's just a part of what is happening out there. Um, the second point that I would consider a struggle would be dealing with unconscious biases and assumptions. Right. And people have them, I have them, you have them. And sometimes we don't know the extent of how it affects another person unless the situation presents itself for us to understand the extent of the impact of our own personal biases, you understand? Right. And sometimes we need to look at you examine ourselves within the workplace to see you know do i have a particular perception of people from a particular culture you know do i have a particular perception or assumption about persons who have a certain experience for example we're, we're both in canada so let's say that for example the canadian experience so am i thinking then that this person might not be the ideal fit for this particular role say a promotion in the workplace then because they don't have familiar work experience and that's the thing about human we prefer to deal with familiarity Right. So I can understand that you would be more familiar with Canadian experience, Canadian companies, Canadian job titles. So when you look at a resume that reflects these things, you, you know, naturally you're going to think, okay, this is a fit. But then when you look at a, a resume that has company that, a company that you don't recognize, a job title that you don't really understand because it might be the first year seeing something like that, you know, the task may not be clear cut and all of that. So there's that, you know, dealing with that bias in terms of, okay, this might, this person might not be a fit because I don't see anything that I'm familiar with. And it's the same thing with our degrees that we get overseas, you know, in our countries of origin. Um, when we come here with them, do you, are they valid just the same? You understand? So these are some of the things that we, we struggle with in the workplace. And I'm not saying that they're all intentional, but right. I'm just saying that it's something worth considering, you know, to mm. see if am I am I giving this enough attention? Am I trying to find how best this new set of things that I'm seeing in front of my eyes, how best they I can incorporate them? Because we live in a diverse society. So you have to understand that skills and experiences are going to be diverse. Right. You know? So yeah. there should be that space for that. So so to answer that question, I think those are two of the things. Two struggles. Yeah, two of the struggles that I can think of there more, but those are the yeah, I I think those are two top ones that we ones. yeah we want to look at. Right, but I, I want to bring it to um, an individual, for example, because um, regardless of the environment, so um, you know things like um, the culture of the environment. Um, if they're welcoming to, you know, um, your own 
for example, your language. Uh, right. But are there things that an immigrant woman can begin to do, you know, within her control? Because there's some things that are outside your control, outside of your control. Because if 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 you are in an environment where um, there's they're not welcoming to you know diverse culture, what is within your own control that you can begin to do to position yourself for success in your in you know, and as an immigrant woman? Would that be something that has to be outside of the organization? You know, because you have some people who they're working in a particular place, but, be, you know, maybe for some reasons, they're not finding that fulfillment, uh, you know, in that in that job that they're doing, but then they're doing something outside of work to still be relevant, to still make impact and all of that. So is that something that an immigrant woman should consider? I would say yes. I, I think, I think you have this canvas. Life is like that. And I think you can put anything that you want to put on it. And I think you can do anything that you want to do. Um, so let's pull the question apart to see um, how best to answer it. So when you think of the workplace and a particular individual in a, in a workplace, and you know we, we already said not including those workplaces that are not welcoming and all of that, because in that toxic environment, there is no thriving in a toxic environment. Yeah. But where the environment is welcoming and, and there is a space for you to grow, and there's the opportunity and resources that are present there for you. I think what you can look at is terms of how are you going to present yourself then? How are you, what, what, what opportunities are you going to try to capitalize on? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's about what it is that you think that you can do to increase your own visibility based on the environment that you are in. All right. So let's look at the workplace. So, for example, you have an idea to, or you have an interest in a different department. How about meeting and, and getting to know the persons within that department then? You know, um, talking to persons who you might work with if you venture into that department. Being a part of things like associations and, and, and you know, companies do have things like those, um, you know, different committees within the, com um, the company itself. Be a part of those things, be a part of their charity work if that be the case, you know, right. talk to your, talk to your leaders, talk to your colleagues, you know, express that interest. Um, there might, your company, depending on where you are working, might have an opportunity for you to share ideas, have an idea, share it. It doesn't mean that they're going to take it, but at least if you're, 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 you know, continuously always sharing your idea and putting information out there, right. then people are, you're on, you know, people know who you are and people remember who you are. Um, have something to say when you go to meetings. I'm not telling you to always be talkative, but share an idea, share, make a suggestion, um, have an input. Um, if you agree with something, maybe say why you agree with something. It's about allowing yourself to be seen. And in order for you to be seen, you have to be taking actions to be seen, mm. being a part of things. Um, and that's in the workplace. And if you if you're doing all of this in the workplace and then you want to venture and, you know, find additional fulfillment externally, you can work, you can look at online. You know, I recently spoke to someone when we were having a conversation in regards to her personal brand. And um, she was saying that her brand is not necessarily that she's trying to build a brand per se to um, be a, to have a business outside of your or employment. 
what she's looking to do, she's interested in volunteering. And that's a cause. So you're building your brand based on a cause, um, building your brand based on volunteering, being a part of whichever industry you want to volunteer in. That's right. putting yourself in a situation where you're considered for events, you're considered for, um, you know, just about anything, your ideas can be out there and, and you create that space. So in, when if you, if, if you need to move from your beloved workplace, at least you have your 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 visibility whether inside where you can get those recommendations or outside based on your work on the outside so that because your personal brand as we all know it it's preparing you for anything to come right you understand? it's not right. it's not just it it gives you an opportunity to not be scrambling to find mm. you know opportunities but you're already there and you're already making your impact and you're already making your contribution so mm. that when an opportunity arises you have already positioned yourself to be ideal for that opportunity and to be able to seize that opportunity you know right. my high school motto um was carpe diem seize the day or some say seize the day some say seize the opportunity and that is what you need to do prepare yourself to be able to seize the opportunity you might not get everyone but at least you you give yourself a better chance at, of attracting the right opportunity and sometimes they build their personal brand for connections or a network or to meet amazing people you know right. and and then that is that is also important being an immigrant can be lonely Mm -hmm. And, I, you mm -hmm. know, it, it can be a lonely space. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you might want to build your brand for um, um, financial um, um, opportunities. Yes, for, for employment, for business, for um, volunteering. But you also want to build it for relationships, you know, to, to be able to have the right people around you that can support you, help you to grow and just make life in this new country, you know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, one of the reasons, one of the reasons why, you know, I, I started this podcast as well is also to build relationship because I mean, getting to have you on, on the show today is, is a result of the fact that we've had interactions, you know, online. And uh, I think it's important that, you know, this, this, this brand visibility is resounded a lot of, uh, um, more often because it's, it's, it shows that you're intentional about your next step. You're intentional about um, you're not, you're not leaving your career to chance. You're exactly. not leaving your life to chance. You're preparing exactly. for yourself because once the opportunity shows up, you're ready. Um, and you, you're going beyond just, you know, the, the, the work as usual, where it's just your, your regular job, but you are putting yourself out there because there's more to your life, um, and, and more to, you know, the things that you can do. Exactly. Right. So are there, are there a few tips that you can share um, for immigrant women that want to increase their visibility, be it in the workplace or even online? Sure. Um, tips. You know, we're already talking about it. Mm -hmm. We're already talking yeah. about working yeah. on your brand. <laughs> yeah, we're already talking about working on your personal brand. Yeah. So that should be it. And your personal brand is never a one and done. It's not. It is a constant work. It's 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 you. It is always who you are, what you have to offer, what you present to the world every yeah. single day. So you are constantly in and intentionally working on your personal brand. So constant continue to do that. You know, be clear on your strengths. And and when I say be clear on your strengths, know what you are good at doing. And 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 once you are clear on what it is that you are good at, continue to 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 
work within your strengths, continue to position your strengths, continue to position yourself along that line. Right. If there are areas and when you are clear on your strengths, then you, you, you know, you're clear then on the areas that you probably need to improve on. So when you find an area that you need to improve on, go ahead, work on improving those things, because I don't think that we all have, you know, get into this, we get to this pinnacle where we just get to the level where we know everything and we can do everything perfectly. And that's it. We, that's never a reality. Right. We, we always, you know, we always need to be working on and being better individuals daily. There are things that we might need to unlearn in order to learn new things, especially when you are in a new culture. You know, there are many things that are going to be different, especially your professional space. It's, there are a lot of aspects to it. And, and for me, a lot of the things that I expected um, weren't, weren't what happened, you know, mm. and I, I had to be flexible. And that's, and that's another tip right there. Be flexible and be able to adapt and adjust. Yeah. Make a plan. Be open to changing. Be open to adjusting that plan. Be open to changing it overall, to be honest, you know. Pivot mm -hmm. to something else if you have to. But where it comes to your brand, online, offline, be the same thing. Right. that's that's a given you can't be wanting online and another thing offline it's like saying that you you like a particular brand or you like a particular thing and you are for a particular thing but then offline that's not what you represent you mm -hmm. know that conflict doesn't work well and and, and it, in the long run it's going to come crashing yeah it's going to come crashing down so online i believe you know you have to find a space that works for you um, how it is that you're going to, you know, showcase your, your skills and qualities, choose a platform, a social media platform that works best for you, whether right. it's LinkedIn, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Instagram, whichever one it is. Um, I'm not telling any, everybody that, you know, you have to be content creators. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that you have an idea, you have, you know, you have thoughts, share them, you know, yeah. um, if you want to go as far as doing a blog or or having a website things like those and not everyone is going to need that i i i and this is why with me and personal branding it's tailored it's not a one size fit all it's not one set um, strategy for everybody um because everybody's personal brand is going to be different different yes. there are persons there are persons that i that i work with who are okay with videos and there are persons who are not you know, in terms of how they position themselves. There are persons who are ready to jump online and start building that visibility online. And there are persons who prefer to try to build that visibility within their workplaces. Right. You understand? So it's just about knowing what outlet works best for you mm -hmm. and how is it that you're going to position yourself then for people to know who you are and know of your amazing story, you know, and your unique qualities and skills and, and not be afraid to yeah. share them, you know, yeah. and and have that control. I can't tell your story for you, you know, and mm -hmm. you can't tell my story for me. But yes. what you can do after I tell my story is that you can share. So based on my experience with Nordea or based on my experience, you know, with this person, that person, this is how they present themselves. And this is what they're, what they're known for. Um, mm -hmm. I find her to be friendly. I find him to be, you know, very passionate um the the person knows how to 
it's very detailed you know you know mm-hmm. things like that that's how your yeah, personal yeah. brand comes to life and and you have to be able to tell your story how you want it to be told control, control where you can and allow people to to interact with you how you right. want them to interact with you and that's so you spread your visibility out there you know that's the right. way you build your brand great great i mean there's a lot of vulnerability to it um, but we must be willing to be vulnerable like accept the fact that for you to be visible it takes a lot of you know courage takes a lot of um um uh, an understanding that you you have to put yourself you know sometimes at the point where you feel vulnerable but it's it's okay right it's okay because building a personal brand means that you you want to show your best self you want to be um you want to be you you want to be um uh, you want to be at your best um best self so if exactly. yeah and 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 it if it has to be that you have to be vulnerable it's you want to be able to um place more priority on the on the outcome that you're looking for like the the benefit of you putting yourself out there beyond the fact that you're vulnerable or you feel like someone is going to say something you know about and, you and that's something that's a, that's that's the reality too people will say just yeah. about anything you can't you can't stop people from from saying or forming their own opinions About or you. anything of that mm-hmm. sort. People will form their opinions, um, and and as you mentioned, vulnerability. You know, you're when you're sharing something for the first time, that kind of you know create that excessive vulnerability. But over a period of time, when people understand that this is a part of your story, you find that it's not so hard. Right. To share those things and and vulnerability if you're feeling that level of vulnerability it means that you're being genuine it mm. means it means that you're speaking your truth and yes. that's what personal personal branding is personal branding you're not creating a personal brand to impress yes. you know you're you're creating a personal brand to communicate your value to let people know who you are the truth about who you are and that's that's that's, that's what's, right. that's what's right. important that's right okay well that's a, that's a whole lot. Thank you so much. And we're going to be wrapping up in this show um, for our guests. We have three final questions that we're going to be asking you. Um, and, you know, you'll have, you can, you, you can respond in one word. I'm going to give you the opportunity to, you know, respond more than one word. But the three questions are around personal development. So number one question for you, Nadia, before you leave the show today is, what is the one book that has impacted you greatly? One book that you've read (laughs) that has impacted you (laughs) you know because i read so much but i can think of i can think of one and it was and it 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 formed part of my my brand and and why my passion is what it is and it's the big leap by Gay Hendrix, and um, okay. yeah, so it's 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 a it's about personal development. It's a, a part of it um, is about personal development, but it's also about your professional self mm-hmm. and knowing what um, what skills or roles and being able to use the information from that book to determine mm-hmm. what roles would be best suited for you based on your based on your level of excellence or competence, mm-hmm. um, and your level of genius is one of the things that he talks about, and it's knowing what it is that you're doing um and how it aligns with your skills you know your your strengths and, Strength. and your all of that yes yeah, you've, so you've gone beyond what my one <laughs> okay. word i forgot okay. one word right. but the book so, is not one word <laughs> i know i know okay so the second question 
in one sentence, what is the one advice you give to immigrant women um, who are, you know, navigating their career journey now? What is the one advice you give immigrant women? One advice. Okay. Um, the one sentence? Yeah. In one sentence. <laughs> yeah. the, the one thing I can say is, um, is that you, to any immigrant woman, you are strong, you are resilient, you have, you have an amazing story to share, um, you have done what many are not willing to do, and this, in spite of the challenges, you have decided to restart something, um, your professional life, you are creative, and you are all around just an amazing person. So believe that you have something to offer and mm. be willing to stand up and stand out. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. The last question. What is the one, and this one is, I hope you, <laughs> hope it doesn't catch you unaware. What is the one routine that you do that helps you put yourself out there? So you talk about visibility. What is the one routine that you do? Because a lot of times routine is what helps us, you know, become consistent if you can develop a routine around the things that we want to do it helps us to become you know more consistent and dedicated to so what is the one routine that you you, you do that helps you put yourself out there um so routine i in anything that i'm doing so let me use my my visibility especially my my um pattern of being on linkedin i ensure that i am prepared you know, if I, I set a time to post and I, I prepare the night before, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's my routine. I try to plan. I, I'm not saying I write a post or anything the night before, mm -hmm. but I have an idea of what it is that I want to do. And if I'm, you know, if I'm going ahead with any plan for my own level of visibility, I stick to it for at least 30 days. And I don't have any expectations. So I just, wow. yeah, I don't have any expectations, but I stick to something for 30 days. Anything new that I'm trying, I stick to it for 30 days. 30 days. That way I build a habit and I oh. build consistency. And then from there, I have expectations. Expectations. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You, you nailed welcome. the three questions. <laughs> okay. Except well, for the it... first one. <laughs> right. I tried. But that's okay. Okay. Um, thank you um, for being on this show. Um, it was, it was great to have you and have this discussion. I hope that you know, you know, sometime again when we invite you, um, you're able to you know to show up for us. Um, but it was great to have you, Nadia. Um, I'm glad that you know you were the first to launch the guest episode. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, till I come um, your way next time. Um, uh, to those listening, please, if you if this is um, of benefit to you, you've you've gained value from this episode. Please share share this episode with your friends. Um, please also rate um, this podcast as well, so that those who are your friends can also um, you know benefit from you know the advice and the the, the wisdom that Nadia has shared today. Um, until I come your way next time in the next episode, remember your growth is personal. No one is going to do your growing for you. No one is going to grow for you. It's your responsibility and you need to take ownership for your personal growth. Have a pleasant day and bye for now. <laughs>